Remember when he said something like, "Well, he want to shoot laser in the body to kill the virus, lah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about swallowing disinfectant ah. until, the, until the company right had to put out a warning: please do not swallow bleach. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So we're back from a super long weekend of voting. <laughs> Did you do it in Ampang? No, I went to Cheras. Oh. Uh, yeah, to, to vote. You know when you get your confirmation from the EC, right? Uh-huh. They tell you your tempat mengundi and then the saluran and then yep. the bilangan all that, right? Mm. They also tell you the recommended time to go and vote. Okay. So mine was 10 a.m. Uh-huh. But I arrived at 11. Uh. <laughs> Had to be one hour late lah. Malaysian timing or <laughs> nicely. Actually, no, actually, that should have been enough to identify my nationality, right? <laughs> no need IC. Huh? You one hour late ah? Uh. Confirm Malaysian. <laughs> Were there a lot of people there? Oh yeah man <laughs> I think the whole of Taman Lansing was there So mostly all these old Chinese uncles and aunties All like my parents punya gang lah right They're oh. all there now, now I don't know if this happened at your voting centre But at mine mm. I think uh, they separated us by age Because uh, all, myself and all the young people were Saloran 4 and mm. above While most of the old aunties were Saloran 3 Oh so you're telling me that the only people who don't consider you uncle is SPR? <laughs> Okay. Yes, whatever lah, okay <laughs> So anyway, I, I waited And, and then uh, they called Okay, saluran empat Saluran empat boleh naik ke tingkat satu So I'm saluran empat mah yeah. So I uh, I walked up there Making my way to the queue I had to walk past these senior citizens <laughs> All lining up at saluran tiga This ape sees me passing him And he calls out Oi, oi, oi He thought I was trying to potong queue, you know Like, what, you think we're lining up for Blackpink tickets I want to potong your queue So I said <laughs> So I said, hey, I'm Saluran 4 lah. Okay, uncle. Okay, yeah. Oh. And he was like, oh, 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 oh. He didn't recognize you ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, I had a face mask uh-huh. and a black cap on. <laughs> yeah, I was full incognito. <laughs> you dark glasses, didn't wear. If, if wear, then I look really suspicious, right? <laughs> Anyway, people didn't recognize me uh, until I was at the voting room. Yeah. Then the person reading the list was like, Douglas Lim, eh? <laughs> looked up. So I removed the mask and my cap. And they were like, eh, hey, Douglas, eh, you are the senior. Eh? And then the senior staff was like, tolong habis baca, ya? <laughs> so she, she read out my full name and then the IC number and a few other details. And the other okay. three fellas must cross-check, right? Yep. Then one of the guys, after he heard my IC number, was like, oh, you da 40 plus, eh? I was like, so, you want me to line up at Saloran 3? Fly FM. Alright, so we're sharing our voting stories. Um, I went to Kota Raja Shalam to vote, right? At first, I thought I was going to wake up early and go... Oh, uh, you wake up early? <laughs> you are snooze button champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I pressed the snooze button so many times, I ended up waking up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> So more I had to drive from like Damansara to Shah Alam. So that took like 40 minutes. <laughs> By the time I got there, it was almost noon. Oh, yo, then lunch how? Huh? <laughs> because then you have to queue for many hours. You brought bakal or not? Only <laughs> makan, <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I also thought about that. <laughs> but I had the fiancé with me. Mm. So he could go and get food for me. La. He voted early, la, I'm guessing. Uh, no. So he read IC. Oh, yeah. Which is why he cannot be involved whatsoever. But he can turn mine. Mm. Um, he went out to get food. But then I noticed nobody else in line was eating. So okay. I like faster messaged him. I told him, uh, I think we eat after this. La. Nobody here eating. So like, shy, right? <laughs> Were your lines very long? Uh, yes. But it it wasn't very strenuous to be okay, fair because okay, like, yeah. everyone was under a tent and there were like some chairs there for people uh, to sit and stuff but about 20 minutes in this guy comes up to the tent and he says any pregnant women in Saloran 3 can move to the front of the line any pregnant women here any pregnant women so, so you don't <laughs> tell me you pretended to be pregnant <laughs> yeah and I bet 
I bet most of the women there had the same thought because we all looked at each other and I could see their thoughts like behind their masks, right? We were all thinking the same thing. I locked eyes with the woman in front of me and then we like communicated telepathically. Both of us wanted to say, yes, are you pregnant? Just to cut cue. <laughs> but seriously, la, if I was in a queue that was so long, I also would say, Tuan, saya pun pregnant. <laughs> Fly FM. So the world has reached a population of 8 billion. Hey, this Nick Cannon needs to be stopped. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Last I heard how many? 12 or uh, 13 already that, that we know. Teruk the ones we don't know who don't know how many. Yeah. Now, it used to be 7 point something, but now it's 8 billion. And hmm. it's a record because we reached it in 12 years. Okay, so let me guess. Leading this would be China. Correct. Oh, China yeah. is leading by 1.4 billion, followed by India. Oh, the Chinese and the Indians conquering the world. Yes, hit up India. <laughs> Third is the US. Okay. But can you guess who's fourth? Uh, Russia? No. No, uh, wait, uh, Philippines? No. no. Then? It's Indonesia. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. They got a lot of people in Indonesia. Yeah. yeah half of them are here. I don't know you. But uh, do you think it's a good or bad thing? Um... Okay, so according to my rough calculations, lah, because I'm obviously not a maths person, but <laughs> if if in 12 years we reach uh, what they call this uh, 8 billion, yes, that means we will reach 9 billion in what eight eight years? I, I guess seven I years. Don't know how you so when when will it reach critical mass? Like, is there actually a number, a finite number of people that the Earth can actually support? Yeah. So scientists believe that. Um, the maximum number of people Earth can hold is between 9 to 10 billion. We're almost there already. Yeah, which is why I guess there's so much effort going for sustainability and stuff like that. that we only have 12 years left, guys. No, no, I, I think we need to start pushing people <laughs> off the Earth. Okay, we'll start with the flat earthers because they believe they can be pushed off the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> But no, since the 8 billion, if you think about it, uh, 8 yeah. billion is quite crazy. You know? That means uh, if your boyfriend <laughs> on a romantic date lah, says, you know, darling, you are one in a million. With 8 billion people on Earth, that means even if you die, there are 8,000 other people who can guarantee you, you know. Have a good life. Fly FM. So the world has reached a population of 8 billion <laughs> and we found out that the maximum Earth can take is actually between 9 to 10 billion. So we are reaching dangerously to the maximum, uh, guys. Yes, but we're blaming the overpopulation on our grandparents. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. my dad has 10 siblings. 10? Yeah. Crazy, and man. I think he has more cousins. So when they go on family holiday, right, because they were quite poor, as well mm. the kids used to sleep um, in the cupboard like on the shelves nonsense la. that's what he this says this is your grandfather's story like, so <laughs> where, how can you put kids in closets <laughs> I don't know man well, hanging up with the ha- by the hanger <laughs> shelves no, no okay okay no my uh, I'm from a small household You know, yours quite big. Huh? You got like what four altogether? Four of you, all right? Yes. For me, it's just me, and my brother, and me. Okay. So my house was very, uh, very cozy, lah. My mm-hmm. mom, my dad, and then my brother and myself. Mm-hmm. My dad, however, eleven siblings. Oh. Yeah, and they used to live in this shack in Malacca. This again, a historia. I cannot verify this, all right? But he used to tell me <laughs> that uh, at that time, I think there were nine of them in this small single-story shack, not even a house, uh-huh. on the beach in Malacca. Right. And once a year, they will change sand. What do you mean? Exactly. I was like, what, what do you mean change sand? They were so poor, they had no floor. There was oh. no like boards on the floor. There were no carpets or anything. So once a year, they will take out the like dirty sand, whatever, and yeah. will take good sand from the beach and cover. That's actually a good tactic so you don't have to mop the floor. This is poverty. <laughs> <laughs> But can you imagine not nine fillers in a house like that yeah. with no floor and I'm guessing probably no beds as yeah. well, but still... 
the my grandparents were making more kids <laughs> in that situation. How how is that done? I don't know. Maybe they open the windows and then you know see the sunset and it's like a beach. Ooh. Oh, then pow pow pow. Romantic. <laughs> Fly F. So we have a co-worker here who is a movie reviewer on YouTube. Since his last appearance, he has now 130 followers, wow. which is a lot for him. So we thought we'd bring him on to talk about his favorite movies. It's time for Mosin's movie reviews. It's Mosin's movie reviews. Hello, Juanita. Welcome back from your break. Okay, so today I want to talk about a movie that was made by an independent filmmaker. It's a small family drama that was very touching. Okay. You know, it made me nostalgic for all the times when I was closer to my family. Unfortunately, we are not close anymore oh, no. because they are staying in Kelantan. Oh, and I cannot stay in Kelantan because they have no movies there. Oh, okay. anyway. The story is about a wealthy Indonesian family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, they are a mining family, and they sell minerals from the ground. Okay, uh, and they use these minerals not just to make mineral water, but to make roads, uh, buildings, all kinds of things. I see. One day, the father dies. Oh dear. Yeah. So the eldest son is very sad, but everyone tells him, "Okay, you have to stop being sad now because it's time for you to take over the family business." Mm-hmm. So they gave him to eat the vegetable soup and. Then he has to wear the official family business suit. Now he agrees, but then suddenly his cousin comes over. Now this cousin is from overseas, and he says that he should take over the family business. Right. So this causes a massive fight, and they fight and fight and fight, and then the cousin throws the son into the water. <gasps> So everyone else has no choice. They give the cousin the vegetable and the business suit, but then the mother went to rescue her son and brought him to a secret place, and there was a monkey to help him eat another vegetable to become strong. Okay, Mosin, you're talking about the Marvel movie Black Panther. Yes, precisely. Okay, it wasn't a vegetable; it was a herb. A herb is a vegetable, Juanita. Okay. I was president of my school's club horticulture. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, but why did you say the family was Indonesian? They're not Indonesian. They are Indonesian. The place um, is called Wakanda. <laughs> okay, I suppose. So, how do you rate this movie, Mosin? It's a heartwarming family movie that teaches us a lot about Indonesian culture and cat suits. <laughs> you know, it's full of thrills, spills, and waterfall heels. Oh, wow. One star. Why only one star? No, because when I was watching the movie, my cat Si Hitam <laughs> saw the two Black Panthers <laughs> fighting, uh-huh. and he wanted to join. <laughs> so he jumped and attacked the TV. Habi wasa, oh. not recommended. Okay, thank you. That was Mosin's movie review. It's Mosin's movie review. So Malaysia will have its own Disneyland in Malacca by 2027. Wonderful! So Malacca is going to have more traffic jams. <laughs> oh please, lah! Last thing I need is for Mickey Mouse to stand in between me and my chicken rice balls. <laughs> So here's what happened. Um, a Malacca State Executive Council exco member right. said on the 15th of November that they're going to build Southeast Asia's first Disney theme park by 2027. He said it will apparently be called Disney City and will be about 150 to 200 acres in Jasin. 
why would Disney choose to set up in Malacca? Okay, no offense, ah, <laughs> Malacca people, but I'm just wondering why you were chosen. Yeah, so that's the thing. A lot of people had the same reaction. It turns out Disney officials said that they never had plans to build this. Oh. So maybe it was just the exco trying to talk up his area. Because according to the article, he said after more than 20 years, we will have a new theme park. Okay. Even though it's not that big, I feel that it is commendable enough that we managed to bring in Disneyland. But then in the same sitting, he also said Disneyland is in the pipeline. We are planning the possibility of it being built in Justin District. Okay, okay. So honestly, we really don't know what he was trying to communicate, lah. I think the base is this, right? He was misquoted, lah. Right, he was quoted out of context because yes. it's always it's, like, it's never their fault. One, we are the ones who keep constantly hearing things wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> But have have you been to Disneyland before? Yeah, I went to the one in Tokyo with my family. Oh, um, okay. Was everything in Japanese? Yes, actually, it was. <laughs> it was super weird, eh? Because Disney is so American, right? Right. But when you go there, it feels like you're in a dubbed Disney movie because everything was in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same as any other Disneyland, lah. Though I feel like the the rides at Disneyland are are more for kids, correct? With a few. Cool roller coaster rides for adults. Um, they had the parade as well. But the best part for me though was seeing the Disney castle at night with the lights oh, and magical. the music. Yeah. Then at 10 p.m. there were fireworks. Oh. Like all my Disney dreams came true. Did you go for the famous Disney buffet with all the Disney themed food one? Oh no, I didn't. Ah yeah, because if it's Japanese, right, I was wondering whether instead of offering you sashimi, they would be like, uh, "Would you like some Nemo?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Ritter Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Fly FM. In case you haven't heard, Malacca is not building as a Disneyland. <laughs> uh, I've been blessed enough to go to the one in Tokyo with my family, though I only went in my twenties, lah, not when I was a kid. I went to Disneyland in California, the original one, back uh-huh. when I was 14 years old. Ooh, vacation kayang on. Hate lah, vacation. <laughs> when I when I was young, ah, my family was hardcore working class. Okay, our yeah, idea yeah. of overseas holiday was Penang. <laughs> <laughs> No, I went there because I was uh, representing Malaysia at the Taekwondo competition. Why are you fighting in Disneyland? <laughs> It's supposed to be the happiest place on earth. Okay, sorry, I said that wrongly. <laughs> I went to the US Open Taekwondo Championships in Colorado. Okay. Then after the tournament, we went to Disneyland. Now uh-huh. I remember being super excited, but also not wanting to express the excitement. You, you understand? <laughs> oh, because you control macho lah, right? 14 year old boy need to be cool. Yeah, la. and also was elite athlete and all that, right? Yeah. So. I would see Donald Duck and just go like, "Yo, what's up, Duck?" You know, like, like. Yeah. <laughs> you see, this is the problem with all this manly macho nonsense. You can, you can't even enjoy yourself properly. I did enjoy myself, except for one ride, lah. Uh, the it's a small world after all. <laughs> did you have that in Japan also? Yeah. Terrible, like so boring, right? You just sit in a stupid circular boat and you float around the park, and that's all you do. And all these creepy small children yeah. sing at you. Yeah. <laughs> The, <laughs> the most exciting uh, ride though was Splash Mountain. Oh yeah! This one that you will sit on uh, the roller coaster. It goes very high up, mm-hmm. and then after that it will drop down, and then there's water on the left and right, and in front it will splash, and everybody will basa on up. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. on that ride, oh, I saw major PDA happening. Uh, yeah. Like three, four cars behind me, masale kids lah. Like, you know this? We, we don't see this in Malaysia. I was 14 years old, first time seeing all this hugging and kissing and stuff like that, right, in public. <laughs> so what to do? Stare lah. <laughs> But because I was staring, I didn't realize we had reached the top. Oh my god! Next thing you know, the drop happened. I'm like, ah! We crashed and then push, the water splash everybody. Yeah. And then my friend, who was also staring, said, "Ah, yeah. tengok masalah kena tangkap basah." Fly FM. So in case you don't know, Douglas is very protective of his food. It's human instinct, lah. 
I think everyone is protective of their food, but this particular incident is a bit weird. Okay. okay let me rewind and start at the start. Huh? <laughs> I was doing a commercial shoot. Now, the casting for the commercial I thought was very well done. Mm-hmm. It was a young family, so the mother very, very beautiful, all the father fit, fit, everything. And then there was this nine year old kid. Oh, oh. Yeah, you know. You, you don't know, like kids. I don't, yeah, I'm not fond of them. Number, <laughs> number two, I don't particularly like working with them as well. Oh. But, 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 okay, to her credit, this nine year old girl was very professional. Yeah. She was very respectful. She came on time and then when they were fussing about doing her hair and her makeup, well, she was very patient, oh. said very disciplined. She knew her lines. Wow. <laughs> then I uh, didn't, didn't throw tantrum, didn't show mood, everything. Director asked for take five, take six, she will still do. So, very good. Professional. Yeah, professional. Mm-hmm. Now, we would be shooting for about five hours, six. I was there lunchtime lah. Mm-hmm. So Douglas seemed hungry already. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So I, so I asked, I asked the the AD. I said, hey, ni uh, what's for lunch? And I first said, oh nasi campur. Then I didn't feel like having nasi campur because you know carbs lah, right? So yeah, right, like carbs. Okay, okay, next. No, so I ordered burger. <laughs> I knew it. I ordered uh, the set meal lah. So burger, got fries, got soft drink, all. Then my assistant also ordered the same thing. Okay. And after a while, meet, 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 meet. The rider came. My assistant took the the meal all and said, "Okay, guys, can I have uh, your lunch?" I went outside. Yeah. I opened my burger. Some this kid shows up. You know, this okay. kid just 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 like appears in front of me like a, like a ninja, <laughs> <laughs> right in front of me and stares at me. I'm like, w- w- what's going on? <laughs> Then my sister says that I think she wants fries. No way. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, but these are my fries. <laughs> <laughs> so then my sister said, just give her your fries. You can have mine. I said, no, but she didn't order any fries. <laughs> She, but seriously, no. She just stood there and stared at she me. She didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. Yeah, oh exactly. God. At least say lah, like, oh, sedap, uh, uncle, or you know, you're an actress, right? Yeah. Pretend to have a hungry face <laughs> or what lah. No, just stood there and stared. So eventually, I gave her my fries. She took my fries, <gasps> took two packets of ketchup, and left. I was like, no way. This is very weird. This is your technique to get kids off your case. You can just ask her to call her mother to buy for her. Ah, you should have been there to to advise me lah, <laughs> because I thought maybe this is how they behave normally at home. Like oh. this is their default behavior, so I waited for her to get her nasi champo for lunch. Yeah, and I stood in front of her and stared at her. <laughs> she didn't give me one tauge or so, like <laughs> no reciprocity whatsoever. Fly F. So Douglas was doing a shoot with a small girl who wanted his fries and he was angry he had to share them with her. <laughs> but no, because she didn't ask, she just stared at me. <laughs> but kids can be quite imposing uh, sometimes. Hmm. Uh, like my nieces and nephews, they used to love coming up really near my face. Like they don't understand personal space. Uh, to Sorry, to, to do what? I don't know, man. Like to talk, <laughs> la, to whisper, to laugh at my face. Like, hee So during lockdown, 24 hours with them, right? Oh, a nightmare. Yeah, so I used to say, hey, COVID, COVID, don't come to me. <laughs> But yeah, they'll climb on us, lah, play with our hair like little monkeys, you know. Yeah. Um, now they're a bit better because they're bigger. But mm. when they were like one, two years old, I used to watch my sister just sit there eating her food, whatever, with the babies climbing all how, how over old her. How old apart were they? One year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so both are so hyper, right? And I looked at her, I genuinely thought like, maybe I don't want kids, lah. I don't know how she did it. Good thought. Don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, because actually I was told I was a very naughty kid. My mom would tell me you were so naughty and like when my grandma tried to nap, right? Yeah. I would go to my grandma and say, Grandma, wake up, tell me story. And then when my grandma don't lie in, yeah. apparently uh, I would dig my fingers into her eyes and try and open it. Dig, uh? yeah, like, like, <laughs> p- 
pry her eyes open her I'm like that yeah. is so horrible that's why would kids do that <laughs> that's actually quite normal they do that uh, because they don't understand that it's painful right? to Man. them to them, it's quite funny uh, they also do this thing where they jump on your back if you're on the floor you know, like, <laughs> so whenever I drop something under the couch or the table and I have to pick it up right? I have to scan my surroundings <laughs> to check first and then I faster get it otherwise then they'll jump on you then you must be a horse yeah, they're correct. like uh, Auntie Juanita you are a horse and he was going hey. yeah. <laughs> go galloping around yeah. the house uh, so you're one of my nieces uh, has a lot of energy her name is Sky Skylar okay she has a trampoline that she loves ever since she could jump la. so every five minutes you see her run to a trampoline and jump yeah. jump jump and she's so happy it's quite cute one night we had a slumber party with my seven nieces and I'm the cool auntie so I was invited <laughs> right <laughs> And like 1am Finish the movie I was like okay It's time to sleep okay. But Skylar was super hyper She was zooming around In her toy car Like jumping on the trampoline la. But as soon as I carried her And put her on the bed She fell asleep In 2 seconds I was so impressed Oh You know I actually have trouble sleeping on no. So all I need is a toy car And a trampoline Is it? <laughs> Fly FM. So dozens of nursing homes were raided by the police in France. So someone called the popo on the popo. Yeah. <laughs> so these raids were actually part of a judicial investigation because there were um, allegations of malpractice and mistreatment of like senior residents Ayoh. by nursing homes. Yeah. So the prosecutor's office said that it had registered around fifty complaints relating to institutional mistreatment of elderly residents. Ayoh. So I think. It's good that they're checking because we hear a lot of stories about this, right? This happens a lot. Old people get neglected a lot. They get neglected a lot, yes. Yeah. And what's more sad uh, is that they get neglected by their own children. Mm. Because my mama, she used to run okay, it, like an old folks home. It wasn't supposed to be an old folks home. It was supposed to be like a babysitter, <laughs> babysitter daycare. Ah, ah, daycare. Right. So the uh, people used to bring their old uh, parents there, drop yeah. them off, then they go to work. After okay. that, they come back and then they pick their parents and go home. La. Right. But then, uh, this will happen for maybe uh, the first three days, uh, first four days. And then they will call. And then they'll say, oh, yeah, today I will stay back at work. La. I cannot come and collect my parents. Uh, can, can they stay no over ma. or not? And they stay over one night, stay over second night, stay over third night. Ayo. Next thing you know, it becomes a nursing home. La. It becomes a, like an old folks home. Very sad. So, this but then there was bad. a joke. Because <laughs> my mother also teach line dancing on my... Oh. So, <laughs> so, I told my mother, I said, Mommy, you go and teach these old people line dancing. La. Just teach the same song over and over again. They'll forget one. <laughs> The uncle is like, wow, today Rosie teach me a new song. I said, uncle, achy, bakey, hard for the last three years. Really, <laughs> I watched the show on Netflix, uh, Grace and Frankie. Oh, the Jane Fonda one. Jane Fonda. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's about like, these old ladies in their 70s mm. and 80s, right? And it highlights a lot of things like older people go through, how society doesn't think of them, how society uh, mistreats them as yeah. well. Like, for example, the uh, traffic stoplight, you know, the, the pedestrian crossing? Okay. So, it's okay for us who walk very, very fast. But for old people who yeah. walk slow, it's actually too fast for them. Yeah. So, it shows like Frankie going to petition for older people to get, you know, longer, longer time. time uh. Yeah, stuff like that. And um, I, I watched it so much that I had a dream where one of the characters, Frankie, she was, I was sitting on the stairs and she was like squatting in front of me, comforting me and I was telling her, Frankie, I'm so tired taking care of myself. I don't want to do this anymore. You are not, you are nowhere near 70 lah. What is, what is, what, you cannot just go and check yourself into a nursing home, they will reject you, you know. Fly FM. So these nursing homes in France got raided because of complaints of the residents being mistreated. Yeah, but <laughs> it reminded me of when my mom wanted to open a nursing home. Oh. Uh, because she set up an orphanage, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I know that. And I think the next thing she wanted to do was, you know, the nursing, nursing home. home. Mm. So probably because at this point in her life, right, she kind of understood how hard it was to work and also take care of her mom, right. my popo, 
you know she wasn't doing very well so she looked into this new project and i thought it was like quite a good idea but a few months later i was like hey what happened uh, to your nursing home idea yeah. she's like oh cannot lah it's too expensive very expensive yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she wanted to do it for the community yes. and i think she wanted to subsidize it no palliative care is very very expensive one but yeah. her, you said she wanted to do it for a community so she wanted to do like a not a home is it like a retirement resort ah? no no she wanted to do a normal nursing home oh, okay, okay yeah but i say this retirement resort is something i would do because can make a lot of money right? <laughs> <laughs> Like a resort, but for old people, just sit around and do nothing. No, no need. We already have a place where old people sit around and do nothing. It's called really? Parliament. <laughs> 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 but you know, actually, once performed at a nursing home. I mean, oh. not comedy lah, singing. Oh my god! And then they went, no, please, please stop! I don't have much time left. This is not how I want to spend it. No, they were very appreciative of my singing and. But they love to tell stories. Uh, there was one popo after the after I finished performing lah. Yeah. Took me aside and she was saying, oh, she also used to be a singer when she was young. She used to perform at the cabaret. Oh Ipoh. wow. I was like, huh? Ipoh what cabaret? <laughs> so I said, Papa, where is this cabaret? But she forgot. Did I was like, ah yeah, wasted. I was gonna visit. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go and you only see old ladies singing oh, and dancing there. No la la. Fly FM. So. Donald Trump enters the 2024 race for U.S. presidency. How old is he? Ah, huh? he's 76. 76, too young, lah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to run for president to lead the country? Ah, huh? you must be at least 85, lah. <laughs> Only if you want to lose your deposit. Okay. So last week, Donald Trump announced that he's going to be in the race to become the Republican candidate for the president of the United right. States. But the fellow quite gung ho, lah. He's one of the earliest potential candidates to actually. His entry. This U.S. presidents are a bit weird, one, no? Because, okay, what I know is that they are not allowed to serve more than two terms. Like Barack Obama, yeah, he won the first term, he he got reelected the second term. After that, times up. Yeah. Like you cannot go any further. Mm-hmm. But for like Trump, because so he was president for one term, then he lost to Biden, and now he's going again. So let's say he wins, then he loses the next one. He can keep doing it like I continuously for three, four, five terms. Uh. I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. Uh. But uh, yo, I don't know lah. I think anyone with a bit of like self-respect or at least <laughs> self-awareness won't do this, right? Because it's unlikely you'll be voted back in, especially after you lose the last. However, he didn't lose by that much, you know. Really? When he lost to Biden, yeah, but I expected him to be wiped out because of how badly he handled the pandemic in the US. Yeah. Okay. I thought we didn't do such a good job, but this guy was next level champion. <laughs> Remember when he said something like, "What he want to shoot laser in the body to kill the virus, lah?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about swallowing disinfectant ah. until, the, until the company right had to put out a warning: please do not swallow bleach. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen his rallies. All these white supremacists with their red caps. Yeah, yeah, the mega caps. Yeah, make it great again. Okay, what I don't get is this though, Donald Trump. I guess from the outside perspective, lah, we're looking into, at America, right? Mm-hmm. He has pretty much gave America. A bad reputation, and he's got criminal charges. All, how can he still be in politics? Correct or not, Wanita? <laughs> criminal charges. Malaysia will never allow such a thing to happen. You know. Fly F. So we've had a proper few days of politics, and one person who wants to chime in, our people's matcha. Hello, PM. Salam peaceful, Wanita. Ah, kau dah masuk duduk sana. Diam-diam. So, no, I'm actually very happy that this uh, election are over lah. 
mm-hmm. so we can stop looking at the flags uh, of my friend's face all over the road <laughs> blocking the road. I almost accident that day and oh. that time I uh, actually hit one of the flags and roll over his face I felt oh so bad no? <laughs> betul tak Karim kesian muka dia kena lenyek tayar <laughs> so anyway since nobody uh, seems to know what happens now uh-huh. yeah, uh, hang parliament and so on and so forth let's just talk about what we know lah okay so to all the new members uh, of parliament uh, listen to me first of all remember that everyone who voted are Malaysian Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, yes. So you must help them No matter who they are Tak kira bangsa Whatever race Whatever religion Whatever language they speak You must care about them Because they voted for you Yes Ah, Those that didn't vote for you Up to them lah eh. <laughs> Another thing you must do Is keep all the promises You made when you were campaigning Ah, whoever you promise to pay, you must pay. Ah, because integrity is very important, Anita. Mm-hmm. Now, now once you have been voted in power, remember you must lead by example. Ah, so when the rakyat come to you with the problems, you give them example of how they can solve their own problems. Oh. Ah, yeah, this is this is quite it's called true leadership. Yeah. Now one more tip is, don't be afraid to say you are wrong. Ah, so when people come and blame you for their problems, you just look at them and tell you are wrong. Oh, ah, oh, because wow. people deserve to to hear the truth. You know, actually there is so much more advice I can give. Yeah, oh, so okay. if anyone wants to appoint me as their advisor, you can contact my assistant Karim and we can work something out. Okay, right. so thank you for letting me be here. But now I have to go. We want to take a look at some new cabinet huh? uh, at the furniture shop. But first, kita right. breakfast dulu ya, Karim ya, makanan. Sarapan Makanan <laughs> Sarapan Okay, okay Thank you PM Whoosh. Fly FM So BTS was featured In an English SPM trial paper Oh They're featuring K-pop in SPM huh? uh-huh. Yeah That means next year my turn uh. <laughs> Yeah, if you lose 30 kilos and get major plastic surgery. Easy. <laughs> so the BTS army, of course, was super happy this happened. Yeah. They said that they could answer it in their sleep. <laughs> Another person said, Kenapa zaman SPM aku dulu tak macam ni <laughs> BTS fans were also uh, highly amused at the thought of BTS haters being forced to answer these questions. <laughs> I think it's actually very good uh, that school subjects and tests are including pop culture because it really gives the students something to look forward to. Yeah. Not just boring subjects. I remember when I was in Form 2, I think for geography, They were talking about the environment issues, lah, and okay. it can be quite a dry subject. But mm-hmm. at that time, Michael Jackson's uh, song "Heal the World" was very famous. Okay. Do you remember the song? Uh, Heal, Heal the, the world, world. Make, make it, it a, a better, better place. Yeah, that one. The video clip was extremely graphic, though. It showed like uh, the animals, these elephants losing their tusks, right? And uh, deforestation yeah, and yeah. all this environment stuff, lah. So now, if the teacher taught us with a standard syllabus, might be a bit boring. But because he put Michael Jackson in there, suddenly everyone is like, save the environment, hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. I don't think my school ever used pop culture to teach us. You know? Really didn't have, or you just. Don't know because that day you ponting and play snooker. Wow. <laughs> I didn't ponting in school. Okay, I ponting college. <laughs> And that was also because I was already working. That's why. Okay, fine. I tarik balik. Ah. Okay. No, but still, I think using pop culture in education can really make it more interesting. Like even a really boring subject, let's say mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. You throw in some pop culture and suddenly it's like, okay, so bling 182 plus 21 savage. 
<laughs> minus the Kashi 6-9 divided by one direction equals and this is multiple choice huh? okay is the answer A, B, C, D, E or F okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> we get it Fly FM okay so this is one for the army BTS's Jungkook performed his new song Dreamers in Qatar oh just Jungkook only himself the other yes. BTS fellas don't like football or what <laughs> Yeah, so I, I guess he's doing his solo one, la, right. right? He performed at the opening ceremony of the Cup of the World. Um, he did his new song, Dreamers, which is part of the football festival soundtrack. And he performed it together with Qatari singer Fahad Al-Kulbaisi. Wow. I hope I said that right. Look who we are. We are dreamers. We make it happen. Because we can see it. It's to the world. Waka Waka Energy Oh yeah That is the most famous Cup of the World song By Shakira right Yeah yeah That's where I learned How to dance <laughs> This song was so famous uh, I remember I was at this Resto bar in Puchong And had a live band And they uh-huh. sang this song And all these Chinese people <laughs> With the silver hair And the gold hair Like This is Africa This is just, hey, This puchong lah Africa your head <laughs> But one of the first few ones That I remember was uh, Ricky Martin Was it Living the Vida Loca? No <laughs> <laughs> Living la Vida Loca Is his other song This one was the La Copa de la Vida Oh Sounds the same though. No, it does not, my goodness. (laughs) This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.